Thank you so much for listening to the Spooky Door Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we just want to say that you can now watch our episodes and not just listen to them. That's right. We're now uploading all our episodes with video content onto our YouTube channel with lots of various topics, such as top tens and more. Of course, we will always maintain our audio form, but now you can watch the episodes. If there is any subject or topic you'd like us to cover, please let us know. Check out thespookydoor.com or search for the Spooky Door Podcast on YouTube. As always, thank you so much for being a listener, and we appreciate all the support. Venture into the shadows with hosts Jordan and Ashley as they peel back the veil to reveal in-depth images into a different realm. One of strange events, places, occurrences, phenomena, and sometimes even horror. Join them as they journey through the spooky door. (laughs) On this episode, Ashley and I walk into the fantastical magical world of paganism and witchcraft. We dive into why people practice it and what it's like to be a modern pagan. We go into some of the history of witchcraft, the eight Sabbaths and holidays that are celebrated every year. We go into books, rituals, rites, some of the gods, goddesses, and even the deities involving the craft. We discuss some of our own personal stories of paganism, even going as far as sharing some of our experiences during rituals. We also discuss meditation and self-growth. So dim the lights, light a candle, and journey with us through the world of witchcraft. And welcome to the show. We are going to talk about... Um, we are going to talk about witchcraft. Um, so that will be current day witchcraft, the history of witchcraft, um, and all aspects, but not just like people that practice um, being Wiccan, people that practice being pagan. Um, so we're just going to cover all kinds of things yeah we really don't related have a, um... to that we made <laughs> zero outline to be honest for this one because we knew we didn't need it we're like right. we're just gonna talk we're just gonna fly through this um so this again is gonna be exclusive to our audio and our youtube channel so if you do um join rise tv don't be looking for it there <laughs> <laughs> it won't be there <laughs> okay so um where do you want to start um i think that we should start um, with an explanation of what witchcraft in being pagan or Wiccan is for people who don't know. Okay. Um, not everybody knows what that is, and I think there's definitely um, people that don't know. I think there's definitely like a misconception sometimes. Right. Well, like when to, like for me, it's like when I explain paganism to people, they're like. It's what? hard for it's, me to explain it to people like, that don't know, honestly. I always use a reference of like, um, you know, like to use like a term for like Christianity or something like that, where someone might understand. It's like all Methodists are Christians, but not all Christians are Methodist. Okay, so, so it's you, like, you know what I did one day to explain like a holiday to someone? What's that? I had to like pull out a Disney example. <laughs> one of my coworkers, like I was trying to tell her like, she because she's like genuinely interested in it because she's very cultured um she needs travel a lot she knows a lot about different religions um and different cultures and her and i like to talk about things like that together um and she was asking she knew that we had like a big holiday in october and she wanted to know did we still celebrate halloween or was that offensive and i was like trying to explain to her and i was like i just i felt like i wasn't doing it justice i finally was like have you ever seen coco (laughs) (laughs) because you know and have you seen coco i have not seen it Uh, i was well i was like you know like the mexican holiday where they like light the candles and like they believe that all their relatives come over from the dead i said it's that's the, the closest example I can give you right now. Yeah, yeah I was like, like that's and that's why I was trying I was trying to explain Sawa to her and I was like, that's the closest example. And then like it was funny too. I was trying to like I think the thing people that like always confuses people when you try to like tell them about Sow and like she was like, I've never heard of that. How is it spelled? <laughs> it's like Sam Hain. Oh that's and she's like, How's it wait? It's and I was like that threw her off too, but it's like, like Gaelic. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <laughs> I told some. Hey, you know what? I I won't take offense there because I screwed that up for years. I did too. I mean, um, the band same hand goes actually, by same hand. Actually, fun <laughs> fact: I screwed it up for years until Jordan corrected me, and, and that was just two years ago. 
<laughs> and I had someone correct me on. It. They're like, "No, you're saying it wrong." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "The band Sam Hain. That's what they go by. Even in Ghostbusters, the animated show, they had Sam Hain. Like, no, it's Salwin." Like, yeah, that's why I what? thought too. And I was like, "Oh, I'm wrong." Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we're t- we're talking about the history of everything, and um, I mean, that's a really good example, though, as far as like people having a misconception right. as far as like they don't know what um, a lot of the holidays are about. Right. So, I mean, we could do a whole thing on just the holidays. Right. I could do a podcast episode on each holiday. Right. On, um, on, when there's books about each holiday. Go ahead and pull up the the, the list of uh, Sabbaths. I sure will. Thank you. <laughs> so, I guess we can start off with the, the wheel of the year. That's probably yes, the best way to start off. Yes, I think it's the best off. one, too. Yeah. I think, right. So, um, anybody who wants to research um, or know more about the holidays... Um, I would say the best way to do that is uh, Google the Wheel of the Year. Yep. And it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> so in uh, most most forms of paganism, uh, the year actually begins on uh, Yule. Yep. So which is usually around the 22nd or 23rd, even like the lighting of the Yule log, which that comes from Yule. Yes. And it's yes. all about like um, honoring... Uh, nature essentially that's what it is well I think that's that's the best way to I've explained to people too as far as like the basic underline of pagan in general witchcraft in general um, is it's all about um, respecting and a worship to nature Um, there's a lot of things that center around that um, because I feel like that's one of the misconceptions is that we're a bunch of weirdos in the basement <laughs> well, just doing sacrifices. And we are a bunch of weirdos. But we are. That part <laughs> is true, um, but in some weird basement doing sac- sacrifices or some satanic thing, and we're not. No. Um, actually, when we've done rituals in the past, which we have. Um, we have done them in the have, basement. We, we did a couple yeah, in, in my basement. basement. But it's always funny because like, one of us was vegetarian, so there was no meat. Anything that had nothing meat whatsoever. Everything was all cheese and like veggies. <laughs> Right. It's very, it's, it's a very, I think it's, that's the the thing that I think is the funniest. It's more, it's very opposite to what like a lot of people people think. think It's like, we're sitting around no meat, like you said, or yeah, it's like, uh, it's like we use wood. Like most time if I use anything with wood, it's like stuff that's fell off a tree. I won't even remove from a tree, (laughs) which I would say that's very like important thing to like point out is there's no like disrespectful things to like nature like you're not gonna like i think i think the arabic thing we should probably talk about too is like there is no like written law there's not like you have to yeah. do it this way you have to do this way it's whatever works for you whatever right. you know it's like i think that's one of the things i like about it it's a very like use this as you will like it's <laughs> um but yeah so anyway as far as the holidays go starts with yule mm-hmm. um do you want to do a short like summary of what Yule is? You have the list in front of you. Okay, Yule is celebrated um, generally from twentieth to twenty third of December. Um, it's when we light the Yule log. Yep. Um, we generally like that's kind of the place I would say for some people of a Christmas tree. Yep. Um, they have a Yule log instead. Well, even um, a Christmas tree is kind of a right. pagan tradition. It can't be. That's <laughs> why I was gonna say the, even though like the Christmas tree and the Christmas wreath. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Santa Claus. San- I was just going to say Santa Claus, but there's like, which is also a good example of one thing I've, um, not to go off on a trail here, of that I've been explaining to people too, is Santa Claus is a perfect example with paganism. There's a lot of balance. Yeah. So if something has a good side, um, <laughs> there's also a bad side Krampus. too. So we've got <laughs> Santa's the good Krampus um is the opposite which is funny because i think krampus has like come like especially the horror movies and stuff that krampus and like i see krampus stuff everywhere which i know it's become so mainstream i I don't think people know i never saw it like really growing up or anything but now it's like everywhere Yeah, i don't think that's a hard thing too i love that but the same time i hate it because i don't think there's some people that don't understand it well yeah it's like basically it's guy who kidnaps rotten children and beats them in a sack <laughs> it's very dark it is it's, um i mean it's scandinavian so right um 
but Scandinavian folklore. But yes, I think you know. I will say when I was little, I hated. I hated December. I hated Christmas and the holly jolly. I just it didn't like it. But as I got older and I really got into like being pagan and you know practicing like witchcraft or I liked that aspect of right. it. Right. What happened was during like the the pagan era, you know, back in like the early, you know, whatever century, long, long time ago when uh, Christianity started taking over, especially like Ireland and Scotland and stuff like that. Well, they took over their religions, but what they did was, okay, well, you guys have these holidays, so we're going to keep your holidays, so these are your festivals and stuff that you guys celebrate, so we're not like sabotaging that. Right. We're just going to rebrand them and rename them and have a different new meaning of what it is. So it's like, you all became Christmas. <laughs> um, Samhain became like a harvest, you know, Thanksgiving almost type thing, but that came later on. But that was like, you know, like, but they celebrated the harvest at the end of October in the late fall. So then what after? After Yule is Mbok. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then we're not going to run down every, every Sabbath because this is going to take forever. Because we could literally do an episode on on every single single one of them. So we're just going to kind of run down them and kind of give them a brief summary. Mbok, which is kind of like, um, it's between Yule and Ostera, which would be like Ostera. We'll get into Ostera, but Mbok is like uh, welcoming the incoming spring, the incoming warmth. Yes. It's usually done like January and February in the dead of winter. So it's usually very quiet, uh, peaceful, kind of reflective uh, tradition. Traditional yes, it ritual. goes from Yule, fun party time to like more like chill, chill, very self-reflective. Um, I think that's the one we've been doing, like, self-meditation at the beginning. Yeah, though. usually just um, chill. And then after Imbolc is... Asteria. Asteria, which is now called Easter. Easter. <laughs> <laughs> um, which Asteria is about, like, celebrating... It's in March. Yeah, sp- spring, like, the incoming spring. Fertility. fertility. This is where you get your chocolate bunnies. Because, like, if everyone always wonders why Easter has chocolate bunnies, it's actually comes from, you know, bunnies were symbol fraternity like yeah. you know so there's an expression about that yep <laughs> <laughs> multiplied by bunnies um so that's why you have chuckle bunnies during easter yes and then next is um probably one of our favorites which one this is beltane <laughs> beltane jumping of the fire yes um this is where you have like the beltane pole and this is yes all you're it's, doing. A, it's another super fun right. one like, um this is one where you're you're uh for those who would follow like the goddess and god path, this is like where the two of them are getting it on, and like you're getting. This is the one that um, where Shannon and I got told we couldn't stand to eat next to each other anymore yeah. during the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> so we couldn't stop making that, dirty comments. Yeah, because it's all about sex. But yes. uh, um, this we're is really one, immature. Um, but you also light a fire, and they're supposed to jump over the bonfire. Small fire. You can't jump over a giant bonfire, right. but a small little fire pit. You're supposed to jump over, and it's supposed to bring like luck and stuff like that for the incoming uh, rest of the incoming year. And if you are a couple, do not jump over the fire together, because that means you'll. That's like signs for you're trying to aim for a child. <laughs> unless that's what you're trying to do. Yeah, unless that's what you're trying. To, if and that's not what you're trying to do. After that one is lithia. What is it? Lithia. 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 So lithia is um celebrating summer as well but it's the summer solstice so beltane is the beginning of summer yeah as um where lithia is actually the summer solstice um kind of like there's yule but then there's the winter solstice they aren't the same thing right um that's the one and i've seen this before i've actually seen but like historically like heard of people it's the one where they make the wheel and they set it on fire and they roll it downhill into a body of water. Oh, okay. Um, and it also celebrates the longest day of the year in summer. Okay. So um, the one after that is Lugnasa, which is August. Say that again. Lugnasa. Okay. Which is August 1st. Um, and that is, um, that is the beast celebrates the beginning of harvest season. Yeah. Um, so that's when you see a lot of feasting. They do mat. They used to do matchmaking. <laughs> that's when you see a lot of stuff that you used to see in like that. You, if you play a lot of video games like Skyrim, where you like go to the merchant and haggle and trade stuff, yeah. that's a lot of that happens. 
okay. video game nerd example. Okay. Um, and after that is Maybon, which is going to be the celebration of the autumn equinox, which is another one of my favorites because I love fall. Um, so that's like the the harvest is winding down. Yeah. You're celebrating like the ending of the year type deal. Yes. And that's another thing with Lugnasa. So you're supposed to, be, it celebrates the beginning of harvest. So you're supposed to make an offering of your first harvest. Okay. Um, and then after that, we're um, back to what we had previously talked about, which is Samhain. Samhain. Which is the very end of the year. Which that's, yeah, that's yeah. the thing I've explained to people too. So that's like, like our year end. That's like our yeah. kind of you're New Year's quote unquote. Because yeah, you're getting, you're gearing up for the end of the year. Which is, you've it already, symbolizes yeah. like the end, which is also why it's so intertwined with like the deceased. Right. So that's um, the other thing too. Yeah, it's a celebration of the dead. Yes. And all kinds of interesting things happen on that holiday and then going back to Yule which is the beginning of the year because you're kind of gearing up everything again so those are like the basic uh holiday rituals sabbaths you know you do if you're pagan so right and i'll say not everybody celebrates every single one of them i will say we celebrate most of them but there's lugnasa we've never celebrated really i feel like we should though yeah i mean you can always you don't have to do any result. We should also talk about the difference right. between like a solitary practice and a group practice. Right, because that's the thing too. With a lot of these holidays, we don't necessarily celebrate them as a group. Right. Um, as a group. I mean, I know people who practice solely independent. They don't do any practicing with anybody else. It's just um, by themselves. Which, as a group, I would like to expand on that very briefly with because I feel like um, this is another this term is another misconception I hear from people a lot. By group with pagan witchcraft, and the term is usually coven. Right. Um, which I feel like with horror movies and stuff, there's a lot of misconception as yeah. to what that is. We're not having giant orgies, and we're not dancing around the forest naked. I mean, we could if we wanted to, but that's most, just most not really what it's about. Most time happening in my living room. <laughs> right. It's in your living room, my basement. We have a car- um, Sometimes we use a legit card table and just kind of set it up. Yeah. So it's your coven's like your family. Yeah, it's, it's like just a base group of people. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, like, it's basically it's like an ex- it. I wouldn't say I don't want to say extended family. It is. Yeah. It's like your family. But some people. But then there's some that are like there very are dogmatic. There and very are like you we're have not. To, yeah, you and have, not everybody's like that. And there are people who have like priestesses in it and right. stuff. We're not. I wouldn't even consider us involved with coven. We're just a group of friends who get yeah. together and do dumb shit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, uh, which some people would would. Like yeah. our co- like people name their covens. Our, we don't even have a name, so I wouldn't even say wouldn't if even we did it. it wouldn't be very good. Because we only have this. Because <laughs> like covens are supposed to like it's all like like I said very dogmatic. There's a priest right. and priestess. There's like different. Right. There's different Not positions. Not all of them, but Not some of them of, do. Yeah, um, some of them too. Like some of them have like you can't just ask to get in it. No, it, there's a whole like there's a whole process. Um, and nothing wrong with that. Like if that's what you do. Um, that's just personally with us. That's not. Yep, what we it's do it's kind of like eh, whatever um, um we just kind of have fun <laughs> yeah i mean we're not very like and we invite whoever and right i was gonna say we, we're not very exclusive about we've, like we've had you know we have we've had atheist drinkers we've had christians joining right we've had people come who didn't even want to like participate they just wanted to watch and we're yeah. fine with that we're like if yeah. you just want to come watch us you can watch us hang out like if drink. you're curious to see what it's like yeah cool we're totally all about that. My, my favorite thing is with a lot of it too is, especially when it comes to like witchcraft and paganism, is is like some people have a very, very like strong opinion of this the way it needs to be done. If you do anything, like if you do, if you vary off this at all, you're doing it wrong or whatever. That I'm like, whatever. I mean, it's like, whatever, like, whatever works for you works if, for you. Yeah, if that works for you, that's fine. But right. that's not how it works for me. Like um, I use a lot of meditation when I when I do ritual work, and like a lot of people don't meditate at all. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, and different people, too. Like, different things work for different people. Right. Like, I know, like, we have a really good friend, and she's, like, super into her crystals. Like, that is her thing. Yeah. Like, hey, Britt, because um, I know you listen. Um, <laughs> she's very into her crystals. She loves her crystals. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm okay with them. They're just, yeah. they're not, like, I just, they're Stop. not my fave. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm with you. I like to do a lot of meditation. That's, yeah. like, my pre- 
activity to like yeah. going into it, even if I'm doing it by myself or like with a group. Um, like the one time we did like a group meditation and mine was very intense. Um, Which one? Um, <laughs> yeah, I've had a there. lot of intense. I think mine, it was when we did it at your house and I was first going on to like my Morgan like uh, trail yeah. and like. Oh, yeah, we should probably get into that a little bit too. Like, you know, because it's a polytheist, right. poly- polytheist group. Um, so it's like. You can worship as many deities right. or no deities Which or I think you want. was really hard for me. So when I was younger, I my father's side of our family is Greek. Like Yeah. My when I say Greek, I mean grandmother was very Greek. Like the <laughs> typical cliche Greek jokes right. are true. <laughs> um, like there's the whole joke if anybody's ever seen my big fat Greek wedding that like everybody has a Nick in their family. Um, my parents didn't have any boys, so my middle name's Nicole, and everyone in my family called me Nick. They still do. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, my grandfather's name was Nicholas. Uh. I was very like because of that, I was very into like Greek mythology, and not in the way where you're like, oh, it's a story. Like I like legitimately like felt there were truths to this, and then I briefly went down another belief system that did not align with that yeah. i will say did not align with that and um kind of downplayed on that um and that was a big struggle for me and i think that's one of the big reasons um because when i was in high school i was very more wiccan yeah. um and I, it just really hard for me and i think that's one of the big reasons i left and i came out when i was like revisited things and i kind of went back to the Wiccan, but then leaned more towards like the pagan aspect of it. Yeah. I, like Wiccan has its own set of rules and rituals and things are supposed to happen. It has a very not dogmatic, but there is a way of, you know, it's done. Right. And me, I just like to pick and I just kind of pick and pull from all different sources. And to me, that's like, that's what right. paganism is. I think is. the it's paganism like, too, the big difference between paganism and Wiccan is pagan is way more um, nature oriented well wiccan's um, pretty it is but i feel like i feel like pagan's just a little bit yeah. more like in touch with that well wiccan um, is you know based off gardener right and so i mean who he was a wild guy <laughs> right right and i think that's like uh gardener you know he is the yeah uh, i was gonna the, say the, why don't you the great grandfather of explain that like, for no one yeah. who does, like um, doesn't know so uh we had gerald garner Back in the day, I want to say 30s, maybe 40s, he's from England. He was hanging out with some people who were uh, accordingly kind of involved in the Golden Dawn a little bit. And he went off and hung out with some older lady and was learning some of their rituals and stuff of that, which is theorized that's based a little bit off Masonic some of the messianic rituals and practices and stuff like that. And he kind of picked and pulled from all these different things and had all these crazy experiences. And you know, again, he's like the grandfather right. of, but, uh, of Wicca. <laughs> That's <what he's> known <laughs> as. And he's a really wild guy. Grandpa he was Gardner. really into the sky, the sky clad, like huge into sky clad, loved being naked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind, of, um, kind of an interesting, which one doesn't, okay. kind of, kind of weird dude. But, um, so he was the, he was the one that kind of like, and there's like, I will say there is a whole like, there's like Wiccan and then there's a whole like specific Wiccan right. belief system surrounded on like him. Yeah. So like he, there, he so has there's his Garden, own. There's the Guardian Wiccan. Right. The, his followers. Yeah. So, so I was just going to say that. Those are the people that specifically follow his. His version of, of um, Wicca witchcraft. Right. But he was the one who actually kind of coined witchcraft as a like practice because this is back when England still had bans on practicing witchcraft. And he was the one that was like, no, man, this, this is all good. This is cool. You know, whatever. We should right. bring this out You're in the open. You're not going to get burned. It's so then like safe. he kind of opened the door a little bit for people to be more. Which I love. Equal to um, that. I, I love that. And um, he has. Uh, somebody did that because you almost wonder because yeah. like it's still like people and, are still not sure about it in some aspects and i think i don't like part of me wonders like how severe that would be had he not done right. that where would we be like would we be even having this conversation on right. a podcast right now probably not so he wrote a book he wrote lots of books by yeah, the he way he did write lots of books his first book was a non was a fictional book it's a fantasy called high magic's aid was it fictional or was it fictional it's quote unquote for those of you just listening to the audio it's fictional 
but he did put a lot of rituals in the book. That's what I mean. He yeah, slid some stuff there, in there. They're, they're doing like it's like it's actually a really poorly written. <laughs> I actually own the I'm book. I'm sure that maybe is and what he was going for. Like he's man, like, I don't I, care. I just want to slide this stuff dude, on in here. It's a hard read and not like Lord of the Rings hard. It's like, I oh like your my God, good. this is like brutal <laughs> to read through. But in the book, um, he talks about like they are, they're, you know, a hero in a quest and magic's involved in a fantasy land and all that stuff. But they actually do rituals and they actually are calling down like the four corners yes. and they do all that. And so they're, they're that's also a good yeah. example. Why people, I used to people, I'm like, have you seen, like, I try to give like examples that I know everybody's right. like mainstream, like, oh, you've seen the crap they call the four corners. We do that. Yeah. Anything funny. else in that movie is not necessarily true, but we do do that. Right. They're calling down the four corners because it's like you're, you're surrounding yourself with protection and you're right. honoring those you don't have but, to close them. Very important. Yeah, close. Fact that I want to throw out there to any before you proceed is if you are doing this or you're interested in doing this, make sure that when you are finished, you close them. So, uh, yeah, Naked Gardener, uh, he wrote a book, uh, High Magic's Aid, which had a lot of uh, rituals and stuff like that. Um, rumors and speculations as he did pick some stuff up from Masonic a little bit a little mm-hmm. bit of golden dawn it was just kind of a hodgepodge of all this random stuff and but people he collected I yeah and then he got um so then he started doing his own stuff and then he started doing his own practice so then it goes to uh from him it goes to Raymond Buckland and he wrote you know Buckland's uh book of witchcraft um so he and then that that that's also very like it kind of goes off to his kind of follows the guardian guardian uh, wicca as well i would like to briefly since you've brought that up very briefly think it's important to touch base on the term magic okay um because i feel like there's a lot of misconception there as well we're not talking about magic pulling rabbits out of a hat or sawing a woman right. in half <laughs> obviously <laughs> um it's not um, I feel like people think, I just feel like, you know, I get that sometimes where people think like we mean like abracadabra, we're going to well, make something to, appear to me, magic. From, from my own, for me, it's like, I think t- this is such a dorky reference, but it makes a lot of sense. And the original. If it, I'd use yeah. them all the time. And the, f- and the first Thor movie, which is not very good, um, they talk about magic and he, he even says like magic is this science you don't understand. No, that's exactly the movie. That's me, absolutely. Is. That's, I would say it's definitely more of, it's, it's more of a science and not. Right. Magically making things well, happen. I, mean, um, I had a friend last night send me a video of some really weird shit that happened in, a, in his house. And he was like, he wasn't freaked out. It was like something really weird was caught on camera. He wasn't freaked out. He's like, dude, I'm treating this like a science experiment. I'm like, it's kind but of But that is perfect because that is how I explain right. kind of it to everybody. I'm like, so if you don't understand it, there is more of a science behind it. Um, so if you know basic science, um, everything's made up of atoms. When things vibrate together, they give off energy. Yep. That's what we're dealing with. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about, there's a lot of it that's working and manipulating with energy. But that's just a very basic explanation right. as far as what I use. Like, And sometimes I'll go further depending yeah. on who I'm talking to. Not all people want to hear about that. And I can respect that if you're not right. into that. Um, but I did want to briefly touch that term for people who um, aren't familiar, quite as familiar with um, what exactly that means yeah and then now i forget how many offshoots of paganism and witchcraft there is there's so there's now, a lot there's so many there's uh, neo-paganism yeah, is one of them i know that, that there's so many and then there's like variations in those groups so they only know like the exact numbers of how many people actually practice because there's so many different practices i just like i systems i just don't like if that works for you like to cut a like say i'm part of this yeah. i just i just don't yeah. um like okay, I don't, I'm like, pagan. I don't even like even like for me. It's like I don't even like classifying what I what I do or what I am. I'm just like yeah, whatever. I kind of like just kind of pick and choose whatever. I do, but I think for me, saying I'm pagan is more of like yeah. it's, it's a, more of me making it's a, a very a, blanket. It's a very blanket statement, but also a blanket statement I'm making it like that. I'm very proud of this. Because even this like, is this is this right. is a very big definition of part of my life of who I am. Because um, so even some like, re- this is some regards even like buddhists are considered pagans like it's just like it's just kind of a it's basically a all right go ahead and give the definition definition of pagan a person holding religious beliefs other than those of the main world religions yeah 
So, I mean, it could be a lot of things depending on where you're coming from. Um, I will say there's the term, one of the terms I don't like, don't like, was when people use um, to describe a deity outside of, like, their belief. Oh, it's a pagan god or goddess. And I, because I feel like whenever I hear that term, it's, like, being used negatively, like they're downplaying like oh it's not there's not as much legitimacy to that right i mean there's i mean there's christian pagans too but yeah there's also like um there's also like pagans who work with angels and you know all kinds of stuff yeah there's there's all kinds of then again there's also you know pagans who deal with some really really dark dark stuff too that you know shouldn't be messing with (laughs) um and then they give everyone else a bad name. <laughs> right, there is, there is. Um, I would say, I, I, it's one thing I do really like, though, is, you know, there's all, you know, if you research other cultures and just all the things these people have believed in the past, there's all these different, you know, deities, gods and goddesses that people have worked with. I feel like you shouldn't downplay that. No. Like, you shouldn't act like that's not, like, those things were those people's, you know, those were their lifelines. Right. Um, and a lot of what they did, especially in ancient times, revolved around that. Um, and I don't think that should be downplayed. I think that's something that we should be acknowledging and remembering. And I think that's part of one of the very beautiful things about, like, witchcraft, paganism, being Wiccan, whatever, whichever term you yeah. want to use. Um, I think that's very one of the big things that i find very beautiful about it is like you are still upholding these things that otherwise probably would have been forgotten about yeah one of the things i always uh there's not a lot of people some people have like this really strong feeling that like you need to have all these things <laughs> right <laughs> for your altar and all these expensive items and all this stuff and you always like majority of the end. stuff on the one i have down because i have two in my home mm. um on my downstairs one my isis one um, is stuff people have gifted to me, which yeah. I think makes it even more special. Did I have s- stuff from the dollar store? I buy like most of the stuff I have that I've either made or I got from the thrift store or just found. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. Some no, of it is like there's that. There's no reason to like spend a lot of money on this stuff too. Cause some people who like want to get involved in like, Oh, I can't afford all this stuff. Like, dude, you don't need anything. Go out and be, no, you don't. You can just, literally like, and if you feel like you actually need something tangible and physical, you can literally just go in your backyard. And yeah, just find stuff. Find stuff yeah. like to do. I mean, a, I've, a I've ritual gone outside. Or practice with like gone outside, just meditated. Nothing. Yeah, just gone outside and meditated, and then like that to me was um, enough experience to, that I needed. It's like go on a walk. Yeah, like <laughs> like when we were in New York and we were walking in the forest, um, doing a Bigfoot hunt. <laughs> well yeah we um kind of skipped on that we did go bigfoot hunting which is a little tease <laughs> or that, that's, not, that's gonna not, be not hunting more um uh searching searching bigfoot searching um yeah we actually, bad all yeah we, we actually did go looking for bigfoot <laughs> it's gonna be a rise tv thing then uh, that is a episode coming up with a very very special yeah. guest <laughs> um, that was a lot of fun though. but i will say walking through that forest it was very like it was very like yeah. A very like deep well, that, nature connecting that whole spiritual area was, experience. The whole area was pretty weird cuz we were like I in, didn't want to leave, honestly. I was like I just want to stay here. We were in the tri-state area between Pennsylvania and New Jersey and New York, up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. We were, like once, yeah, like up in the, the mountains. And uh the whole area is just incredible cuz yeah. it's just like where we live, there's not a whole lot of nature. Right. Maybe that's why it's so incredible to us because yeah, we're in Ohio like, and it's very flat here. Yeah, and so we don't like, have. And we live in the city. Right. We don't. We don't get to have that. Um, I'm excited when I see a hill. But yes, that whole experience, as far as the forest though, um, was just like I would. I was like, man, I wish we could do a ritual. Yeah. In this forest. We did do well, we a did ritual, do ritual <laughs> 10 minute one, but it was very intense and there yeah. was a deer. Yeah, we had a deer come. There was lightning and there was a fire <laughs> within 10 minutes. Uh, deer came. We were outside and a deer I almost came. ran into it. Yeah, deer came about 10 feet away from us and then sat down and just watched us the um, entire time. So, so pretty intense. we were calling the corners to like clarify this. And so Jordan's um, standing there. Um, 
doing that and then I'm doing the walk around and I've, it's dark. <laughs> I've got a flashlight in my hand. Otherwise, if I, because remember, I almost didn't take yeah. the flashlight with me. And if I had not taken the like, flashlight, if I had not taken this flashlight with me, I would have freaking ran into this. Like, there's a deer over here. I'm like, that's going to hurt you. you know, he said, it's fine. And I said, no. <laughs> there's a deer. Like it's fine. Right in front of me. Oh, that's over. Um, it there's was like a... really close to like yeah. I almost ran into it even with the flashlight. Um, for like explanation, the reason I was nervous because it was a buck. Yeah. Which you know <laughs> at this time of year their antlers aren't growing yeah. out still, but like they will. And I was like, but it was laying down. Was the weird yeah, thing. Yeah, it was it like just came it over and laid down. Laid down and it just watched us like, hey. Yep. Yeah. Until the fire went out of the control and started like we burning to, the ground on fire. We had to put the f- out the fire, and then when the we put out the fire with the water, yeah, it was like it was, made that hiss noise, and the, like the deer was like, "No." So anyway, yeah. Um, again, so this is the original we did. We had right, but we didn't use we didn't use like, we didn't do anything. We yeah. didn't we didn't bring no, anything out with us. No. We had like we brought nothing with us. Yeah, we just I used we used a branch that we found as kind of as our guide, and that was about it. So right. it's like you don't need a whole lot of pizzazz to do these things you really you know? don't need any pizzazz like no. even when i do stuff by myself like sometimes i'll have a candle yeah sometimes i'll have some sage sometimes i'm just like i just need to sit here and yeah. um, i mean i've done i've gone to things like at conventions where in like a hotel and you can't have anything you can't, have incense, right. you can't have candles and it's just like well they're just everybody in a room together and doing their thing so i think that goes back to what i said about like energies and working with that right. like it's a lot of that um so you don't need anything like because you're you're doing something where that's really the main thing. And you, it's really about like, that's, I think why meditation is a big aspect for me too. It's like helps you tap into yeah. like what's going on around you. Um, which isn't uncommon in a lot of other practices as far as religion, like meditation is always a big thing. It's always about like tapping into what's right. going on around you. Um, so I won't sit here and say we're the only like belief system that uses that for that reason. There's a lot of other ones out there that do it for the same reason because they're tapping into, um, they're tapping into what is going on around them. Right. So some basic, we could insights. go a little deeper into like what meditation can be like. Um, there is, so many things out there for meditation. Um, I will say meditation it can be like, you know, you can just sit there just to tap into your surroundings. Um, I will say personally, and I know it's happened to you too, where sometimes you're just like, hey, I'm going to medis- meditate. Um, and your meditation can sometimes be taken over. Um, yeah. That's happened to me a couple of times before. I mean, my thing is like with meditations is like anything else. It just takes practice. Mm-hmm. So just sitting there quietly and you're like, you don't even, the thing is you don't even have to sit it. there. Yeah, like some people yeah. lay down. Like yeah. that's a big thing. Like the whole idea by meditation is just get comfortable. Whatever, yeah. whatever you do to get comfortable. That's all it really comes down to. Sometimes I'll sit down. I'm also like super into like laying on my stomach. Yeah. That's a big comfort meditation thing for me. For me, I, I always have to like sit straight up. Like I always have to like sit and like I can't do anything else. If I lay down, that just kind of throws me off. I, I have if to, I like, lay down, I'll fall asleep unless yeah. I'm on my stomach. I can't fall asleep on but my I, stomach. So that's why. I, but I have meditated like super tired and it's always, that's always been a bad idea because I've literally fallen asleep just like sitting up and I'm like, oh, falling over. Like, oh, um, I will say up. there are types of meditation I've done though that are out there that are intended to like do to make you fall asleep right do you and um, i do love those do you prefer guided meditation or no med- or just doing it it depends i would say it depends on where i am why i'm doing right. it um i know for some people like um especially people from just getting involved guided meditations when someone's like guiding you literally um, guiding you i will through. say sometimes like if there's something i'm really like going for like the outcome of it guided meditation tends to work better for me mm-hmm. because it sets up you know it sets it up and then it kind of just when i say guided meditation too i don't mean like fully guided i don't like yeah. that i like the guided where they start it yeah. and then you just it's dropped and the one, then it just goes the one time there. i like guided meditation is once it's done live like in a like like right. a group setting. That's the only time I can do it like with guided meditation. Otherwise, if I'm like listening, I can't. I, I can't. I just. But you can. I feel like you get different things. Right. Out you of do. Like yeah. But for some people, I know like some people can only use guided meditation, and it's like the whole thing with meditation. It's whatever works for you. That's awesome. Just like everybody else, like 
whatever. Cool. That works for you. That's what you, that's what you need to do. But just just getting that finding that place where you're just quiet and just turning your brain off for five minutes is amazing. And if you can't, and just keep every time you think about something, just toss it out and be like, nope. That's the best thing to do for meditation. Yeah. Um and with that too, like the the fact that you know, I'd previously mentioned like meditation sometimes like will be taken over. I've yeah. had that happen before where it's like I'm like meditating and I'm just like super into it and then all of a sudden it's just like you know, to a degree there's like you you choose as far as deity, goddess, goddess, yeah. whatever word you want to do, you work for, but there's also circumstances where like somebody comes to you yeah and i've had that happen during meditation <laughs> and it's always been very intense yeah. and like uh, you know you were there for the whole experience i've had yeah. with like the whole morgan thing yeah. and that just that was fun i went to a um i was in a class and i went to like a two-hour meditation and i remember like half hour and i was like oh my god this is brutal so it's like getting uncomfortable and it's like I, I just like I was like holy crap I don't know how much more I can really get like from a two hour meditation I was just like oh jeez and then like I'd go like in and out of it and then finally I think I got to the point where I just was like I'm cashed out <laughs> I still think one of my favorite ones that um, as far as a group one that mm-hmm. I went to was the one that you went to me the Egyptian one oh, yeah, which was, was your cool. first experience yeah, with, with the that Egyptian, yeah. um that but cool. I really do like that it's a different kind of energy and it's like it goes by very quickly like yeah. I remember we were in there and we're like then it was over and we're like was well, we're in there for like a couple well, I guess we could try we kind of skipped on that too it's like there's like all these different variations of witchcraft right. too there's as all these different like belief structures you know, and, and cultures um, and different I think a good example of different people like have different things they follow um my um my two big ones that like appeal to me and have always been my constant have been um anything i'm very into egyptian um type oriented things and i don't mean that in a disrespectful way mm-hmm. um i have the utmost respect to the cuz well let me clarify the ancient yep. egyptian i have the utmost respect to the um history of Egyptians um, and the culture itself. Um, I always have since I was a child. And the other one um, that I'm very into is um, Celtic. Yeah. And that to me is um, being somebody who's Scottish and yeah. Irish. I was to say like, my, my main I, heritage. It's, it's, it's a big heritage thing for me. I yeah. also, surprisingly, being Greek though, I'm not, as I've gotten older, I've not really done a lot with it. Um, I more lean towards the, the the Celtic, definitely. Um, there's um, just a lot like when you have that in your genetic makeup, there's a lot like that connects you to right, it. Which it's, is, it's a very strong like. It's funny for me because like I have a lot of Swedish in me, and I have like no connection really to like any of the North that's stuff. That's how my, my like, I, have, like, I did when I was them. little with the Greek thing, and as I've gotten older, it's just like I don't like, connect I, to I, it. I, I suck with runes, like. <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm learning them actually. I'm, I'm currently learning them. I'm doing my best to learn them <laughs> and like yeah, I see. it's not the easiest thing to learn. No. Um it's, it's different. I, yeah, um but I'm trying to learn them currently. Um but I think yeah, and like, the we're we're not going to do a deep dive into this, but like even with like tarot cards, like I feel like that is another thing yeah. that that is misconception about that. Um, so I will say I didn't when I was younger. If you had told me tarot cards, I wouldn't have known anything about it. I would right. have had an assumption about it, um, and I would have said it was a bunch of like fooey nonsense. But then, like when I was actually taught them, I was like, and like pract- practiced them, did with them with someone. There is a lot of like solid stuff yeah. there. I, I I know people who can like read for their people really well, but they can't read for themselves. I'm better at probably reading for myself than I am for other people. But I'm more just like tarot cards in general. That's why Same. I have a massive collection Same. of like fifty uh, decks. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm getting there. I just I just like art. And I like and I am a collector yes. of ele- eclectic weird I, shit. Yeah, so I don't know if you've really noticed enjoy, that. I like, don't have a lot of them because I'm very particular about yeah. what I buy. Um, there has to be some sort of uniqueness to them. 
Um, but yeah, this, I, some people I think they're just, evil. I just collect. They're not. No, I just, I just collect them for um, uh, like the artwork and I like the rarity and I think it's a really weird thing. I I just enjoy it. So I have some decks that are really old, but yeah. And then um, you know, in our studio, uh, <laughs> we're doing a Ouija board up there too. But yeah, I. You know, Ouija boards. That's another thing people have different. Like, yeah, I don't. Ouija boards to me is not a. You and I have a little yeah, bit different of opinion about yeah. that too. I mean, okay, so um, Ouija but boards, I have reasons for my opinions. But um, I think like tarot. I mean, to me, it's just all these things are just different, just different types of tools for whatever tarot, purposes. Tarot card. No, yeah, too, we have the world up there. Yeah. Um, but um, it's like I think for for i think for like some of these things are just tools and i don't right. necessarily see With them me, as a religious I'm especially like a like a ouija board i don't always really see it as i don't you know and my thing with ouija boards like you know i i know the there's you can you just go on yeah. forever about yeah. it just my my bottom line thing with it is i'm very empathic and it's just not something i want to touch yeah so i don't want to go down that hole because i don't think it's going to be healthy for me yeah well this one and that's me personally i just don't have, think it's going to be healthy for me the one reason why we have one in the studio is because i bought it because it was from the 50s and i was like holy shit this thing is awesome it, which so, is exactly which is exactly why like when you brought it in here i said i like i was totally about it being in here but i was like i'm not touching it i a, don't think that's a good idea it's a molten bradley like william fold 1950s it's been around yeah it's i'm not old. gonna touch it yeah. i made in salem massachusetts i was like there's no way i could pass this up this thing's awesome right and i just like <laughs> it looks really good i just i don't really so old and eclectic so um yeah um but yeah i mean that's one of the you know those examples though like different things work for different people. people there's yeah. people who like you know are very much don't want anything to do with a ouija board yeah. they don't want to be in the same room as it and that's fine that's your opinion like and that's the big thing i too love about um the whole witchcraft pagan thing is there's a lot of respect Right. For other people, like even if you're not pagan and you're not Wiccan, um, there's a lot of respect for if you believe something else, I may disagree with that, but there is a lot of respect to anyone believing something opposite. You know, as long as you're doing it in a healthy manner, right. and you're not hurting anyone, then yes. Yep. Yes. You are entitled. You are fully entitled to your belief. The point is, as long as you're doing it in a safe manner. So one last thing we're going to talk about is um, weird shit that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is important to bring up yeah, because if you, shit. this is something like you listen to and you're like, okay, this appeals to me and I would like to explore this um, or you're new and you want to explore it more. Or you're not really sure what all this what entails. Think, or like, it's like there's, it's you're not dealing with like, especially if you stay it's like the lighter positive stuff you're not mm -hmm. dealing with like anything negative or you know angry or dangerous some of it can be yeah some but, of it absolutely can be but at the same time it's like it all comes down to your what your intent is as long as mm -hmm. your intent is That's pure and respectful I, and like intent is very 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 big part of it yeah Huge part. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much the whole entire reason why you do a ritual is for the intent of what you're doing. Are you trying to cast something out? Are you trying to bring energy in? Are you um, trying to I will forget say something? One thing that I will throw out there, um, too, is if it's new to you and this is something like that a lot of people will hear about and they're like, oh, I think this is really exciting. I want to do this. Or like, this seems like something that would be fun um it is fun well no the, the point i'm getting to, to there, yeah, is, there is there is, is but if you're new to it or like you're you want to explore it um baby steps baby steps <laughs> don't jump right in and be like i'm gonna invoke somebody yeah don't do that you don't want to do that don't do that um I, especially know who you're invoking <laughs> right right and i would say in that hand be careful with who you're working with because even if you work with somebody um Baby steps. Yeah. Don't go to somebody who you know is going to be really intense because sometimes you can get invoked yeah. without asking for it. I mean, it's happened to me. <laughs> I would say there's a big, <laughs> big difference in like invoking like some like Aphrodite versus invoking right. someone like Loki. <laughs> right, right. Just, I mean, just there's, a, there's a 
There's a huge difference right. in those two. Right, and don't, don't, don't do any invoking right away. Yeah, um, definitely not. It's, it's um, very it's, small baby steps. Baby steps. Invoking's <laughs> a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, and like drawing down the moon and all that yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. Cone um, of power. I, mean, I would definitely say these don't. These are all things that... You probably don't want to jump right into and these are um blood magic yeah is one too that i would say just don't if if you don't just don't yeah i don't love um, love because again gets you into like the really darker blood magic i've never done i went to a um class on it hmm. to learn more okay but with no intention of actually doing it um what did you take away from it I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Even more so, I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna it's do it." You're, you're um, because okay. So another thing we need to mention here, real quick, is um, the fold of oh, threefold. The threefold. Yeah. Yes, the threefold. Yeah. Um, what you do <laughs> will. That's not just like a. That's, I was that's, in a movie. Yeah, no, it, it's gonna so, happen. Yeah. Um. That was one of the things when they taught the class, they did talk about when you do blood magic, it is going to happen threefold. So if you do something, you expect like, that's why I was like, I'm not doing it because you're yeah. going to get, there's no, there's not really any blood magic that I've ever run across that has good intent to it. No, it's usually um, really dark, really heavy. And the deities that are involved or people or things you generally don't want to be involved right. with. <laughs> so I will say that's, you know, that's an example of like, yeah, I I will say one of the coolest things that I went to was when we went to the little ritual with the goddesses. It was a goddess oh, yeah. ritual mm -hmm. and speaking of it invoking, they had invoked three goddesses. Oh yeah. Was you guys tell me about that. Super one. amazing. Um to experience that. I think that's more of like kind of like the supernatural aspect of it that um or some people would define yeah. it as supernatural, I guess. Um I wouldn't, but there are people who would that you know that's another thing out there that's very like you just have to be prepared i think it's very important yeah. too like have you had anything happen to you where you like <sighs> i know you have where you're just like <laughs> i'm just like this was you? a lot um even for me i've had some yeah i've had really really good experience actually one one time i was um i'm not gonna go too much into this story but one time i was meditating and i was Surrounded by a bunch of trees and stuff, and everything's like really pretty, sunrise and all this stuff. And um, he was like, "Yeah, he did a good job there, kid." And I'm like, "What the hell?" And I turn over, it's my grandfather. And I had a brief. I don't feel like you've ever two, told me this. I had like a two minute conversation with my grandfather. That was, I mean, regardless of what, what if it was him or if it was my brain in the moment right, or something, or, like that, something. But it or was even like, somebody else yeah it was just, just trying to let you know like this is it was approachable i'm about 99.9 percent .9 sure it was him because um other people in my family have seen him and talked to him and it was just like it was an amazing moment it was incredible and that to me was one of those moments where that was like okay what I'm doing is working. It's, you know, I'm not doing anything bad. I'm not doing anything right. evil. I'm not, whenever I do anything, it's usually I'm trying to get, do things that better myself as like trying to get rid of Same. bad things about either, me. Or, either myself or, or like someone in my life. Or yeah. I usually would do rituals like involving my environment. something. Yeah. It's like my normally, cat was sick yeah. and I did an offering on my ISIS ritual because that's who <laughs> she's named after yeah. and like, they yeah. they thought she they they were pretty sure that so she that was, had cancer and yeah. she didn't all of a sudden. So that was that was a really good experience. I've had some really intense. I wouldn't say really negative. I've never had yeah. anything negative. I've had like really I've intense had, stuff. One that time I, was I had just something like, something was going. I don't remember what it was. I was meditating and I was like something weird was happening and my heart started racing and something bad was going on. I don't know what the hell was going on. And all of a sudden I just woke up because my cat jumped in my lap and scared the shit out of me. 
Oh, that would still be scary because you'd be like, what? Well, she like, that was weird. She's like, like my cats usually when I meditate. I'm like, oh, so you think your cat yeah, was like, just like. She like picked up on something because. It was like, she no, was like. Because like, she always leaves me alone every time I'm like doing something like that. And like this one time she came up. So that was kind of weird. Um, I wouldn't say anything bad. Yeah, I've never had anything bad either. I would say intense. I will tell you something like, so about once or twice, once or Every month or two, um, I will wait till no one's home. Like I'll take an opportunity when no one's home and I will go through um, the house and I'll just cleanse the house as like anything that's coming um, to just release it and just banish any negativity. Um, and whenever I do it, I always, um, you know, call upon the aid of like the deities I work with. Right. Um, so it's always Morgan and Isis. Last time I did it... Um, I don't think I ever got to tell you this. Last time I did it, my cat, Isis, followed me around the house the entire time. And she doesn't because she usually she doesn't because she doesn't like the smoke. Nah. But it was really weird because I'm like, the Isis and the Isis nah. and the, the, pers- the goddess and the cat. And um, I think one of my, my favorite, that was just a cute little story yeah. I thought though. More the Morgan ritual we had though. Yeah, that was That was a so lot. Nice. <laughs> um, like I said, I've never really had in bad general, experiences. Mine are always been more... Either it's either goes like one way or the other, like nothing. I don't experience anything from it, or it's like really intense um, or like positive. Like the, it's like yeah. no, I wouldn't say anything negative or bad. I mean, I've heard stories of shit going sour real quick. Um, there was a story someone was telling. Uh, this was I was at a convention. A guy was telling the story about how um, he has a. I think his group has a sword or like a really big athame, which is basically a fancy word for a knife and um, a big knife yeah big knife it's a big knife or it's not even has to be big it's yeah, just you're it's, right it it's just a it's just a ritual knife you don't use it for actually cutting that's it's true a it doesn't necessarily have knife. to even be sharp and you can use a i've knife. seen like yeah, yeah i've seen ones that are just made for yeah. the rituals they're, s- they're dull i've There's seen people no i've seen people them. use a butter knife because right. they couldn't have anything else around them um but he said he has a knife and um he had custom he had custom made and everything like that and during their ritual He's the first. He's only ever seen it used as a weapon once, and someone in the group grabbed it and was screaming at the corner of the room, aiming it at whatever was there. <laughs> that's <laughs> a lot. Then they uh, canceled the. Like, they uh, they shut everything. Right. Down, that, right well, that's there. what you would yeah. do in that scenario. They closed you everything. Would, you closed it. Said, that was, that you... was the only time he's ever seen a ritual knife being used as this a weapon because this guy grabbed. Of why it's important to close things yes. because if you leave them open, things like that can come in. Well, I always use like um, for like creating a circle. It's like you are, um, it's like you have a house, you turn on all the lights in the house. I use the same thing for like the Ouija board because you're supposed to have a circle, and you this is why you've opened a close and open it, close a circle because you have your house, you close off. Every door, every window, you turn on all the lights so you can see everything. You know everything is locked up, and you leave one door open. And you can, get, and you have control of who can kind of come in and who can come and go in that one door. If you don't do a circle, it's like you're just turning off all the lights. You open up every right. door, every window, and you just leave it all open. Hey, come on in. That's why so. I think the best like example I give to that to like to visual people to give people a visualization of like what it's like is I'm like you know like you see a lot and like we don't necessarily draw it out but you see a lot in like movies and shows right. where people will draw like the chalk circle and I'm like that's a very good visual of it though right. that, that is something well, some we're people, not necessarily some yeah. people do that some people do draw some people draw it out but some people have one permanently painted right if but that that's a thing that right. is a thing um because everything's done within that um that's actually what I was doing when I almost ran into the deer as I was making the circle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, the deer I, obstructed the circle. I wouldn't circle. say anything bad happened during rituals. I just had intense things yeah. happen. I've, the Morgan, I've, I think, was one of my most yeah. intense ones because, like, we were doing... I don't even remember, like, what part of the ritual we were at when I was just, like... I, d- I did one. There uh, was just one point. Yeah. I don't even remember what happened because it was like after that, everything kind of just blurred together for me. But it was just like very much like we were doing something and I just like all of a sudden just like this overwhelming like feeling of just like pure satisfaction. I like was like <laughs> smiling, like satisfactory yeah. smile uncontrolling. And I was like, OK, that's not me. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's not me. And. 
Yeah, so weird. It was very interesting to yeah. have that. Like, that's what I mean. Like, by being careful, like who you work with, because right. invoking isn't always going to happen because you ask it to. Sometimes it's going to happen because you're doing a, because of, you're doing a ritual for that person. Yeah. They're going to come, and that's like, the, I can't imagine being in that experience when i had been like new to it yeah i would have freaked out oh yeah totally but i knew (laughs) at that point what was going on and like what to do and it was fine yeah so i think i think that's where like the dangerous kind of side comes from is like doing stuff and you don't know what's going on was like somebody that like was new or didn't know new or like we were working with somebody that maybe like because she's intense anyway but like maybe was intense and not like well um there's another story I heard where um group was doing a ritual and they're invoking Pan. So they're they're and this guy works with Pan a lot. So they're invoking Pan and it didn't go to him. It went to the atheist photographer who was there just to just to take photos. Oh no. <laughs> I guess the guy like oh, no. stripped naked and was like running around like doing all this crazy oh, shit. Oh no. <laughs> So, oh, no. Yeah. That poor guy. <laughs> Man. So, moral of the story is... Just, if, just, if, know, just know who you're... What yeah, you're doing. <laughs> if somebody's in the room and they're not participating, yeah. participating maybe let them know. Yeah. This this is what we're going to do so you know. That's why maybe like, do some protection that's why for a lot, them. That's why a lot of people work with like someone like Bree, who's very like protecting loving happy like i feel like she's one of the easier ones to work with but i mean she can also you know <laughs> she can be the stern mother every once in a while too i think hecate is another good one that <sighs> oh man hecate can um well let me clarify that a lot of people work with because like she's the symbol to crone right like the mother you know yeah, the maiden the mother, mother, the crone. mother. yeah she's a triple goddess in hand with that, there's a lot of like. I yeah, <laughs> I could tell you the best way to word it. Um, you're not always gonna get what you want. No, she's she's your she's your old grandma who doesn't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's that's basically you're not always gonna get what you yeah. want. You're gonna get who has a three headed dog. You're yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get what you need, and you might not like the way you get it, but the outcome's gonna be cool and then sometimes but the path there is might be a little rough or sometimes you might be working with something and then somebody's gonna pop up and you won't even know who it is it's something so so obscure right. you're like i don't even know who's what or i've had that happen i've had a couple things come up and i'm like but i, I know a lot of people that like to work with her for that reason because they're like she's very like your grandma right but but she also has i mean right you're getting like both things i, mean, I wouldn't recommend that for a beginner though Hell no. <laughs> no. No. I was actually, she was one of the ones in that uh, yeah, thing that, we went to. And mm-hmm. she was, so it was like, you had to go through the line and there were three. There was Isis. Which would be the maiden. Which was um, the first, yeah. yeah and be, I, be, I cried. That would be your maiden. I cried. That was my first one and I cried. And uh, Morgan <laughs> would be the mother. Because we had a very intimate conversation. Yeah. Um, and then Morgan was the second one. That was my first experience with her. Um, and she was like immediately like calling out at me like, um, and then Hecate was the last one. And I was like, why would you put her last? Like, I know like that's the order of things. No, I'm saying, I know what that's the order of things, (laughs) but like at the same time, like, I feel like everybody was just like, okay, okay. uh, This is going to go really well or really bad for me. That's like me. Yeah. I I was the ghost of Christmas future. (laughs) Um, I was, (laughs) really nervous but it actually ended up really well yeah um, so really really well um so <laughs> i mean but you never know like she there was another girl in front of me that left walking away from her in tears and yeah. i don't know the conversation that was the thing so you, you can't hear yeah. the conversations they're having so i don't know what kind of conversation it was but she was like uncontrollably bawling so they um what happens is you invoke the the god the deity you want to work with um for those who are kind of like what the hell are we talking about and during a ritual you will invoke sometimes you do it before the ritual mm-hmm. and you invoke the ritual that's what they did yeah. they did it before it started yeah and then the person will pretty much will be in a trance and then they'll be invoking this deity and then that they, person like, just is gone know. that's okay that's for clarification then, we did the morgan thing like yeah. why part of that is a blur for me right because i don't 
And the people who the people who were, I don't know, remember what we were talking about yeah. when it happened. I don't remember. I have there's a lot of rituals I was a part of, and I was there's one I was a part of, and they even told me they're like you're not gonna remember much of anything after the like after and it was in there for an hour and a half. Right. And I have like that's how this one. So they had they had a you know one two three. There was a person for each, and then they actually it was so. Like they prepared it so well that yeah. it was like there was a backup for each person right. in case that person became like because you can get overwhelmed yeah. with it and like well then afterwards it's exhausting then after so the backup was supposed to take yeah. over if it needed to be and then the um other thing too is like after you after you come out of that it's like you're drained and you have no memory of what I mean, you went into that trance and you know you're just yeah because we saw the morgan lady later and like another day and it was like who are you (laughs) like voice changes her voice changes her mannerism like eyes can change her her eyes her eyes changed yeah her eyes changed (laughs) Um, weird stuff happens her her voice changed yes her voice changed like she like her posture even was like and i was like it's even her attitude the way she talked was just different when we met her we're just like who are you like so yeah, these are some interesting things that happened with you. <laughs> Not trying to, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to deter anybody. I don't want to deter anybody either, and I don't want to. But if somebody I also wants don't want to, scare I want people. them to come in a, in a healthy. Right, and it's like, why would you? It's like more focused on like what makes you interested in this, like what what what, what right. leads you to this path in the first place, or maybe you don't know anything about this path, and you're listening to this episode, like, what the hell are these people talking about? Right. So. But either way, like if, if you have questions about it or yep. want to know more, like we will we will help you. We will help you. Yep. You can send us an email at info at the spooky door dot com. We can give you some sources. Yep. We can give you some good short rituals to yep. start with. And um, if you are on YouTube land, you can leave a comment right below if you have any questions or comments or anything like that as well. And I would say also, don't forget rise.tv um you see all our videos and stuff like that so yes and there is so much more to come um and also we have merch yes we do um you can go to our website the spooky door.com hit our merch section and we have merch i am currently wearing our spooky door shirt <laughs> spooky door. we have shirts we have hoodies we have sweatshirts we have stickers we have coffee mugs yep. um all kinds of fun stuff we do yep. we do i have i'm gonna get a couple things yeah. myself i just like i'm having trouble deciding which of the shirts slash hoodies or sweatshirts i want eventually i want to get a hat because i'm just i'm just i'm self i'm a self merch whore so well you're just like a walking <laughs> advertisement um <laughs> now your father is as well because you gave him yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> so that's our episode on witchcraft and magic thank you for joining um, us yeah. and we are glad to be back yep and we have a whole bunch of stuff coming up so much more exciting stuff and thanks for listening as always yes or watching now all right so journey with us next time through the spooky door (laughs) 